This is a Wild Gate Production Podcast. You're listening to the Old School Blues Podcast. The Old School Blues Podcast, episode number four. Vince sitting alongside the infamous Glenn. Yeah, 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 that's a dragon, all right. You wouldn't want to fight that. <laughs> and crispy. You know, I reckon, Glenn, that I ain't seen a dragon that big since the since DR 1437, oh the year of the blue-faced orcs. I didn't know oh. I was sitting in the court of Virginia now, so... <laughs> Up there in the Soul Coast Mountains. I don't know anything about Forgotten Realms. Yeah, you get that big red dragons out there, you just have a good time, mm-hmm. you know. Sometimes we get them for a barbecue. All right, mm-hmm. so you better watch out. You can find that dragon horn, treasure horn, thing old dang old thing's going to breathe at you. It's going to make you breathe acid. And then your lungs going to be right. like uh, allied forces in World War One. All right, we're yeah, not in yeah, West. Yeah. We're not Boom, West. Boomhauer's right. This is... Uh, this is a you know Texas game the game society, but we're not in West Texas. Cut it out! Wow, <laughs> you're you're all junk kickers. Yeah, right. Junk see, kickers. I, see, see, I kept our rating on iTunes. Yeah, I know. <laughs> kept our rating. Thank you, Glenn. But um, yeah. Anyway, uh, Glenn, I was going to be in your territory. Actually, how far are you from Oklahoma City? I am in Oklahoma City. Oh, uh, did you realize that there is a Starbase studio there for Star Trek? Uh, never heard of it. Yeah, it's called Starbase Studios. It's a full Star Trek Enterprise original series like Bridge, Medical Bay. Wow. You can go in there and film your fan films and they don't charge you. (laughs) Seriously, they don't charge you a dime. Wow. Hey, anything to push Star Trek, you know? Really? I was looking at the site and like, like it's an actual set detailed nice and i was i I wrote the guy just to see if i can come check it out and he was like oh yeah it's um there's no fee or anything if you want to film your fan film just let us know we book you in here and you know if you want to donate you donate if you don't you don't most people donate Hmm. though ah well yeah well we we, do they film drunk trick there i don't know i don't maybe i don't know (laughs) i am a starfleet captain anyway i could do that yeah, I did. Oklahoma, wow. Yeah, Oklahoma who'd City. Who, who'd have thunk? Yeah, it's not that far from me, so I might be uh, in your territory real soon checking on, it out. I'm on the south side. I'm on the east side. I'm on the west side. <laughs> I'm on both sides. Yeah, have a whiskey drink. Have a... <laughs> yeah, right. Have a vodka drink. There or you lager go. drink, that's what it is. Lager drink. Have yeah, a there drink. we go. Now I was quoting Robert Hood and Tice there for a minute. Sorry. Sorry. Drink to remind him of the good oh, yeah. times. As a drink to remind him of the better times. So oh, Danny boy. Oh, Danny boy. Oh, Danny boy. Oh, pack it up, pack it up. Let us begin. Okay. For me and me, that's a sin. Glenn. Sorry. I'm... Well, let's 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 quote back to an olden days. Shut up, Glenn. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> it's like the good old days now. No, you know that, thy, Glenn. Though the old, the good old days is shut thy mouth, Glenn. Not not those days. <laughs> The thing I like most about Glenn, I think, is that, you know, he gets knocked down when he gets up (laughs) up again. again. Never going to keep me down, man. 
If you'd like to write our podcast and tell Crispy how annoying he is and makes you vomit, send us an email to oldschoolpodcast at dgstexas.com. That is dgstexas.com. By the way, I tried to get Kojo to, to do my EtherCon thing, and he's going to be at UConn that weekend. But, oh. unfo- but, but unfortunately, I gave him the website address for the show, so he will be writing regularly. <laughs> <laughs> So to explain a little bit more, Glenn, why don't you tell us, instead of giving us a half story so people are like, what is Glenn talking about? Yeah, well, most people go, that's Glenn. Uh, Well, the people who don't know you that well will say, what is Glenn talking about? Well, I was involved with the EtherCon short for a brief time until I was asked by certain family members to, like, cut it back. And so I was looking for a, they they needed a moderator for their... uh, their uh, convention, EtherCon, is a virtual convention that happens in November 11th through 13th. And uh, EtherCon.com. Mm-hmm. There's the plug. So why don't we actually just head into this is how we roll and start our fun for the night. Sounds bitching. <laughs> This is how we roll this week. We were emailed a module uh, called Adventure Most Foul. You can find this on RPG Now by Howard. Um, Where's his name? The Duck? No, not Howard the Duck. Glenn. Howard uh, Belife? That's I it. Thank belief. you. Belief. Belief uh, and Michael Garcia. Michael mm-hmm. Garcia doing business as Gray Fay. It's actually listed as From Gray Fay. Two ninety nine PDF, and it is forty eight pages. Um, you got a cover and a back cover, and you have the OGL, of course, on two pages, the oh, cover and everything. So you're looking at, um, other than the credits and the table of contents, you're looking at page four through I don't know, forty something. Yeah, so like got, forty four pages, I guess. Yeah, you got a good forty pages in there of of background adventure. Uh, information, well-written stuff mm-hmm. to take this mm-hmm. beyond just this adventure. You could probably make an, uh, maybe a mini campaign out of this area. Use this as a base of operations, which it does suggest oh, yes. at one point. It does suggest the Watchman's Tower, yeah. 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 Alright, so let's do overall first impressions. Crispy? I really liked this, aside from uh, a few little things. Uh, I really like the background info. That's what I would mine this from. And uh, it's I special mention, it's got cartography by Dyson Logos. Yes, it yeah. does. Yeah. I think everybody uses him at this point now. Yeah, because he's, I don't know, that guy's super talented. He's super cool. Yeah. Uh, an- anecdote, my Saturday game, uh, my friend Eric is running 5e Oriental Adventures, and he, he actually started to do a uh, hookup with his patron campaign just to get maps and stuff from him that he uses in the game all the time. Mm-hmm. Dyson, I plugged you. Yay! <laughs> anyway, and Clem, what's your overall impression of this mod? I loved it! Holy cow. Jesus. <laughs> and you want to tell us why you loved it with such a loud tone? It's gusto, just... I think, is what I would say. Yeah. Yes. Like beer, I have gusto. Um, it was the hops. I'm... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Opposite barley. Anyway, um, 
I love the tone of it. And when I first started reading, it was like this. First started reading this is, okay, uh, this is the, they gave me the synopsis of the adventure. And this is, okay, let's sketch out this little town. I said, oh, God, here we go. It's like, I, before you get to the adventure, I love, I hate these modules where before you get the adventure, let's do 10 pages on the town first. And yeah, the but it's all in. super good. That's the thing. It's super yeah. good. It's short. It is. Uh, one thing I like about this kind of, I don't know, just the layout is, uh, unlike a lot of OSR modules or even like uh, newer modules, uh -huh. everything is laid out on a single page. Yeah. So you know, you have 44 pages of actual content, but it's nothing like that two-column stuff right. or just like a little block text of, of what's in this room. I don't mind the two-column stuff as long as the font is big enough. As I've gotten older, it's a little harder to read, but I don't mind the two-column. But I do appreciate the single column when they do do it. Mm -hmm. Like Lux Tunnels and Trolls, it's all single column. No, it's two-column, but the font is really big like this. This has got a nice, big, readable font. They, uh, they're making Tunnels and Trolls for people who, you know, remember playing Tunnels and Trolls back in the day. So that's why it's all in large print. Yeah, that's what I say. I, I always tell Ken St. Andre, thank you. Thank you for making it for us old people. Yes. <laughs> Retro back to 1978 edition. But it looks very nice. But anyway, back to the module. Yeah, it's got a nice font. It's very readable. And like you said, everything's all on one page. Um, the dungeon isn't too big. No, it's uh, like seven rooms. It's, it's pretty good. Yeah, well, it, yeah, most of this is filled up by background and explaining mm -hmm. things and giving you an idea as a GM where to go. It doesn't actually railroad you or anything. Oh, no, 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 no it not doesn't. at all, but it is a lot of background since we're on me now, so I'll talk about what I think. Sure. It, it's a, a, a full module. I mean, a full module. You're not going to sit down, read this all, and think you're going to play like right afterwards. This module, you're going to sit down, you're going to read it, you're going to take notes, you're going to modify it, you're going to rip it apart, you're going to cry, you're going to go to sleep, and then you're going to wake up again and eat this module up all over again. Yeah. I don't know. I think I disagree. I think I could read this once and then, well, like, I could run this tonight and it would be fine. Oh, yeah? Run, yeah. I dare you. Run it tonight. Oh, I, I got a game I got to go to after yeah, that. So. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh -huh. I mean, you, th you think No, you but, like, when I read this, I was like, oh, this is, like, a really... I think it's a really short module. It's not going to be a sandbox campaign like a lot of OSR modules are, or at least old school, you know. Uh, yet, 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 the town, yet, yet the town is set up for such. Yeah, and the town is my favorite part. I think the actual, like, adventure part, eh, it's fine. It's a nice, short, sweet little, like, one-night, one-shot, in yeah. my opinion. But the town, I think, is where this module really shines. Uh, the NPCs are just goofy enough to make it interesting. They're goofy enough, but still very believable. Yes. Yes, absolutely. Um, I, I love the, the old swinger farmer who, like, <laughs> his wife is in a polyamorous relationship with a group of satyrs. Yeah. Like, That's cool. I get kids out of it, so. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I get kids out of it. They help around the house. I don't care. <laughs> he probably gets his somewhere else. Anyway, but I'm boom. Wow. Um, anyway. They give you an adventure background here. They have places of note in town, or I should yes. say in the village, which is very, not very important, but at least it gives you a little flavor of the town. So you're not wondering as a GM, what the heck is going on here? Yeah. They have a rumors, uh, of course, area that you can just pick off things there how you want it. There's no role here, which I wonder why there's no role. Generally, there always is a role, but oh, whatever. Yeah. It's even got a little bit of Lovecraft, a little drop of Lovecraftian in there with, like, the Moore family. Yeah. 
with more family cult. Yes. You know, you, you're getting your basic New England inbred mm-hmm. farmers who worship the great whatever. That real Dunwich I, horror feel. Yeah, but like the extra dimensional extraterrestrial being brought pot with him from <laughs> yes. outer space. Yes, yes, yes he did. He brought he brought space pot. Yes. Space pot. Yes. Yeah. And the goblins are commendable in this module that, that they actually have a latrine. <laughs> we haven't gotten there yet, so I, I love uh I really, really laughed about G. coli. G. coli. <laughs> yes. Yeah, Goblin E. coli, yeah. And one of them was, uh, hold on, I'm going to find that. Talk amongst yourselves. Talk about, amongst yourselves. Why don't we wait until uh, we get there? Verklempt. Crispy, why don't we wait until we get there? The topic is, if OJ did it, would he actually have written a book about how he did it? Chili peppers. Actually, he probably did write a book. Chili peppers. He did. Wait, why are we talking about something from the 90s? <laughs> Chili Wasn't chili. that when you were like four or something, Crispy? I was, well, I was like two when the '90s started. <laughs> chili peppers, chili peppers. Glenn, stop eating chili peppers. <laughs> they, they burned my gut. But anyway, uh, and I, I also like the addition of the goblings. Well, let what is, let's get to. Whoa, back up, back okay. up. Beep, beep, beep. So Which after ain't that big. Yeah. But go ahead. <laughs> after wow. <laughs> After all the description of the town and the background, the flavor, the get your town set up and ready to go, you mm-hmm. find out that the farmer, his prized chicken, I think it was, or hen. Yeah, it's his, it's his prized chicken. Prized well, chicken, a lot of his chickens, but he wants well, the prized one back. This prized yeah. chicken was stolen. <laughs> so uh-huh. the adventure leads so the players have to, inv- the player characters have to investigate where it has, and it's very obvious that goblins have stolen it. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. And the tracks are very easy to follow, apparently. Yeah. And then you go find the... Some of these pictures of these characters are hysterical as I'm flipping past them. You have to see some of these. And are kind of goofy. Yeah. It, it is. Yeah, it's it's kind of goofy. The but, pictures remind me of the old Call of Cthulhu supplements where they give an NPC and they put a picture of them there. Yes. And they kind of look like that. So then he gives you a background of the caves of... I don't know even how to pronounce that. Zithlfjör. Zithlfjör. What's even worse is there is a demon that these goblins are trying to summon by sacrificing these chickens, which I can't pronounce that name. It's like... Gizathrofrothagrats. Yeah. I think these uh, people are screwing with us. Go on. They had to have been screwing with us with that name. I mean, come on now. What's one of the downsides for me? Okay. I love colorful names, but they gotta be pronounceable. Yeah. Also, there's like a weird disconnect with a lot of the names being uh, kind of Germanic. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I don't know. It's it's all over the place with that. That's like a a little nitpick, but it's it doesn't impact. I think that like a good module overall. So anyway, the goblins want to sacrifice these chickens to so to bring back the goblin. Demon. Demon. Let's just call him Zath for now. Zath. Zath the demon. The demon prince. But apparently the shaman was a big F up and he Uh started casting the spell and I don't know, maybe he farted or something. I couldn't figure that part out. It's like Glatal Verada. (laughs) Yeah, he did a a Bruce Campbell from Evil Dead. 
I mean, Army of Darkness, and the spell turned the chickens into these, like, demonoid chickens. Yeah. With mutation, with magical mutations and yeah. things like that. Oh, I could go to town on that. Boy. Cockalorum. Cockalorum, yeah. I, I was thinking totally, I was actually thinking the whole time Glenn would love this. <laughs> uh-huh. This is Glenn written all over it. Yes. And yes. it's seven caves. The players have to player characters have to find the entrance. Once they find the entrance, they get in the cave, and it's very descriptive inside here of each cave. It's the mm-hmm. author does not skimp on any description. I mean, use it if you want. Don't use it, but you have the information here to relate to the players at the table. So there's no, well, what about this? What about that? You know, you sound just like my player. No, I'm just kidding. Your players sound like. Never mind. No, never mind. Sorry, guys. Guys, don't listen to this. I'm sorry. And and, and to the, first of all, and let's get to the, the goblings like you were talking about before. You think there's maybe a little moral dilemma that pops up there with these little buggers? Well, they're not goblin children. If you read in the back, it, it tells you all of, like, there's a little mini bestiary. Mm-hmm. Um, they're they're goblin just runts. goblin runts. They're just smaller goblins who develop X-Men powers. That was really weird to me. I didn't quite like that. But I, I love I love the thing where they touch you and you speak in tongues. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but do you think to if you maybe you can try to describe them to a party as younglings, maybe they would probably fall for it? Um, I think if you go with like, oh, these are smaller goblins, yeah, but and they lame. look defenseless because that's like the first encounter. I, I is they of, sleep I, up on a cliff. Yeah. I know that's kind of lame. I, I, I would I describe them, it as baby goblins. I saw them. I saw them as like the. Labyrinth Lord of the Warhammer Fantasy Roleplay's Snotlings. Okay, yeah. Yeah, because they were like below kobolds. Mm-hmm. So I sort of saw them like that. It's basically the runs that get thrown out, they band together and and uh, things like that. Yeah, they, they become like the children of the corn. I don't know. When I first read it, I was like, goblings. I, I had thought that they were young goblins and... I had right. that moral conundrum, like, do I really want to throw in child murder into this adventure? That oh. sounds weird. But I'm glad that I read through the bestiary because... Well, yeah, that, the whole point, what I was trying to say is you can describe it that way, so there could be a moral dilemma going on. Quick glance by the characters in the dark of that little cave. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They could be baby goblins at first. I wouldn't throw it in there, but I think that's a, a stylistic choice. As oh. he was a DM. It's not artistic view for Crispy. <laughs> I just, I don't know. We, on Thaco's Hammer, on one episode, we talked about dark fantasy. And it's just not for me, that moral conundrum. Yes, you're right. Yes, I remember that. And I feel the same way. I still feel the same way. That's why I don't get into Ravenloft. <laughs> oh, I'm a vampire and I'm sad because my wife is dead. Oh, now I will control the realm. Strahd! <laughs> Why does he sound like he's from Yugoslavia? He could be. <laughs> he's not the heck. Yeah, yeah, you don't know yeah, what yeah, Rainbow once, flavor is. It got it got worse once Twilight came out. Ugh. Sparkle. Anyway. Sparkle. And then you go to the next cave, and there's um, the goblin sh- the uh, the shaman's room is this room, so you can futz around in there and look around. Well, language. What I said, futz around. <laughs> I know. What? Futs around is a bad word? You kiss, do you kiss your mama with that mouth? Mm, Vince, this is a family show. Why Why is futs around a bad word? Oh, you are covering. No, I said futs around. 
Yeah, well, it started. It may have started out of something else. But go ahead. <laughs> no, really. You guys I'm hear? Scared. I'm very disappointed. Go, all right, it's, you go guys futs, hear what go you want to hear. You guys hear what you want to hear. That's fine. Yeah, go futs, you putts. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and you look around in here, and you will find a bunch of things, including this spell used to summon the Zath demon person-like yeah. thing. I thought it was hilarious that, that, that somewhere down, somewhere down in, in the nether regions, a demon prince is sitting on his throne, just shaking his head. Yeah, because they're screwing up the spell. So, As I love, I love, I love it when stuff like this happens, where the bad guys get it almost right. Yeah. <laughs> so kind of like you know, Cobra Commander and GI Joe type thing, you know, screwing everything up all the time. Yeah, um, yeah, and I also like the fact that he's been—I don't know what's happening. He's been trying to speak to the shaman in his dreams to correct the spell, but he isn't hearing him. <laughs> so then we go into cave room three, which is the pres the uh, presidential suite of the goblin area, pretty much. Ah, yes, yes. Ah, yes. Well, yeah, it is. It well, that's is. the the big shaman like um, you know bedroom. Yes. <laughs> it also has the the explanation for why they've been abducting chickens, but we so, won't we won't ruin that for you. All right, thank and, you. You're welcome. <laughs> and then in the next room, you will find Cave Four. Um, this goes up a staircase, it looks like, and uh, there's some goblins in there hiding, but hey. and some chickens. Yeah, and I think we got what a couple of pit traps on the way, and. Or is that later? That's later. That's later. Okay. What's in Cave 5, Crispy? Cave 5 uh, is a cool, damp cave with the sound of bubbling water echoing off the walls. It's a it's a holy a holy fountain. Holy. I guess we didn't really go into the history of the module, but uh, the cave that they're in, um, it used to be some ancient wizard's lair, and a group of adventurers went to stop him uh, because he was summoning, you know, the goblin demon. And... They they got TPK'd, so the uh -huh. the amulet of the cleric from that party fell into this water, and now it's a uh, holy water. Yeah, that was kind of cool. Yeah, I like the picture that's on this page. Oh, <laughs> he's literally choking the chicken in this. <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> he is. He's choking a chicken. Oh, and that is hmm. Look at the picture. You know, look at the region that that chicken that he's holding by the neck is in. <laughs> Oh, Lord. What are you trying to say? <laughs> I don't know that. I'm just saying. That These goblin... li the little goblins, I swear to God, look like gremlins from the movie Gremlins. <laughs> they do. It could be. Let's have bigger noses. Yeah. I like that one picture of the NK4. That's kind of cool. <laughs> With the feathers. And, and then yeah. we go to the latrine. Go ahead and say all your jokes now. Latrine, latrine, latrine. Don't get G. coli, that's all I can say. Uh, uh, the thing I liked most about G. coli was uh, the last side effect, which oh. is an aching hunger to be something far greater than you are, but a feeling of deep melancholy, that it is a hunger that can never be sated, followed by sudden violent outbursts. Oh, a <laughs> you, typical... Yeah, you, su you suffer from the goblin mindset. I thought that was really, really funny. Yeah. Or any drunk. <laughs> that's true as well. <laughs> Then we go to Cave 6, where you see a bunch of giant chickens now being rode by... And others. Yeah, the little goblinoids and a big giant goblin on one of them. 
It's kind of a it's kind of a chicken corral. They're called squawklings. Squawklings, cockalorum. What a what a neat name. Yeah. And then we get into pit trap seven A. Tell us about that, Glenn. It's a pit trap. What All right, else is there? You. All right, moving on. Yes. Oh, not with the pit trap. It tells you how it works. I thought that was really cool that they laid out exactly how the pit trap worked. Well, so right. you, if you can figure it out, you can go over it safely. Right. Yeah, but most modules tell you how it how it works. Yeah, but this one is a mechanical pit trap. It's not just like here's some leaves laying over a pit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right. All right. Good point. Fine. Clever. And then, yeah, it's a clever. And then in temple, and then there's a temple area where everything finally comes to a sudden halt, where you find the prize chicken about to be sacrificed as the shaman is in his. Um, meditative state, I believe it is, right? Or maybe he's just stoned. I don't no, know. he's uh, in the middle of doing the ritual that will turn the chicken into uh, a cockalorum. Yes. Then and choke so the chickens. And I like that in this room there's a <laughs> there's a time limit on uh, you know how many rounds you have yes. until you basically fail the mission. Yes. Uh -huh. Then you just start over at the save point. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Wait. You gotta no... find the machine that's generating goblins and go. There's no. no save point in this module. Damn it. <laughs> There's also uh, that that coffin of. Um, that's great. Uh, where's that dude? Oh, uh, what the heck is his name? Oh, the priest that that sac that sacrifices. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, got that there too. Ruin Thorn is his name. Ruin yes. Thorn, and. Uh, so if you successfully do it and you bring the chicken back, tell us our ending there, Crispy. We get to that page. Um, if the characters return to Kith and Farmer Phileas Filson with Mabel safe and sound, you get uh, a bunch of EXP. You get just a lot, just 500. It's the suggestion, at least. <laughs> Which is pretty good for a first-level character. It's yeah. a 500 each is what it suggests. If you're I'd... a thief, that's almost halfway. Oh yeah, to leveling to level two, and Labyrinth Lord, yes. Mm -hmm. um, I would let him finish the ritual, and the chi if the chicken grows the side of the wolfhound, and then kill him and get everybody. I I just ride the chicken back and said, "Here she is. Oh. <laughs> she he she can lay, and you can ride her." <laughs> Somehow there's something hidden in there that shouldn't be said. But anyway, <laughs> well, that's why it shouldn't be said. Yeah. <laughs> So and then you then we go to our, to our bestiary of the uh, cockalorum and the, the, the goblin and um, I think that's it. That's it, yeah. Then our open gaming license and our back cover and and ver some very cool maps. Yes. Um, I do like the town map. That's a nice. That's a nice, right size town, right near near a river. I like that. Yeah. Is that is that Dyson too? I think all the cartography is by it Dyson. Says cartography by Dyson, yeah. Okay. Uh, this module's for four to six characters, level zero to one. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, it's a pretty simple module. I do like the quotes on the back of this module, though. Did you read those? Uh, I missed them. I, I skimmed them, and it's a lot of stuff that was already in the module. Yeah, it's just, just they pulled the quotes out of it. I thought it was funny. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I read that part. That mm -hmm. is funny. <laughs> um, but it's a... It's, it's a like I said, it's well worth your time, well worth the download. 
Mm-hmm. One um, thing I really like about this PDF, weirdly, is uh, Vince emailed it out to us, and I just got off of a ten day work shift, uh-huh. uh, so I you know haven't been home a lot. Uh, this is perfect size for a, a an iPhone six. I was yeah. looking at it on my uh, 6S Plus when I was mm-hmm. uh, my iPhone. Remember that, Crispy? And <laughs> I was looking it on there, and it's actually really, you're right. It was perfect. Yeah, it's the perfect size. I, I used my surprised. Galaxy Tab 10. So. Oh, well. It's <laughs> Galaxy. I'm old. I need it big. <laughs> yeah, I read it on my iPad, so it was pretty easy to read. Yeah. I finished reading it on my MacBook. Mm. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Where the hell did that come from? Well, you have to give the laugh after that. Come on. We lost our two listeners. Yeah, our two listeners have just turned off and said, one star, this podcast sucks. You know, I don't, I don't blame them. I, yes. I would do it too. So, how many... Uh, Stars, would you give this module? Stars, dragons, flagons, what? You're doing stars, stars, huh? Okay. Stars. Crispy? I would say... In Christopher Walken Void. No, I'm kidding. No. Three, maybe, and a half. <laughs> uh, I would say 3.5. Uh, maybe 3.75. Three point... Okay. Uh, I really like the town background. The adventure itself, like the, the you know, the chicken journey it was fine it was nothing to write home about uh but i really like the setting um so i would go like 3.75 maybe maybe a four okay glenn uh i'm glad he didn't do it as gonzo the great but anyway uh let's see waka waka no (laughs) that's fozzy i know that's why i said you muppet pleb (laughs) plebe Oh, I like this module very much. Anyway, um, I give it four. Um, minus one star for what I said before. Oh, uh, I can't remember what it was. Screw it, five! <laughs> I loved it. I thought it was very well put together. It's easy to follow. It's got a nice right-sized town with a base you got for your new players mm-hmm. and you got an interesting interesting module with just enough quirks to make me happy i definitely think for a night of fun this is worth three bucks yeah. oh yeah totally three bucks i would definitely give it four stars right off the bat just because it has great information to grab from five stars if you want to actually flesh it out some more and use that town as a base of operations mm-hmm. along with that watchtower yeah. yeah, I would definitely, I would take this town and all its inhabitants and just plop them into my campaign world. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, this is this has got tunnels and trolls for me written all over it. You know, it's it's just that, that kind of off-kilter, that you know, that fun off-kilter thing. Yeah, anyway. and I know it's uh, written for OSR games, uh, but right. I think you could run this in basically anything, except maybe 4th edition, because... Yeah. Who That's hell? a different beast. Yeah. Oh boy, yeah. Oh boy, boy, is it? We could probably run this in the great fifth edition that Crispy loves, and you could. Yeah. I, I would. Uh, you could maybe run it in uh, Mathfinder. Mathfinder. Or, uh, or uh, Chartmaster. Yeah, or Dungeons and D twenty. <laughs> or, or Palladium Fantasy. How about that? Yeah. No, Mar- nobody Marvel's- plays Palladium Fantasy. <laughs> Nobody's ever played Palladium Fantasy. How about Marvel Superhero? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I think I'm gonna I'm gonna break out mutants and masterminds. 
Anyway, uh, if you have something or you have a suggestion or you'd like to give us your results of what you think of this <laughs> this episode four. Yeah, we dare you. <laughs> yeah. If you want to complain about Glenn, myself, or Crispy, old school podcast at ggstexas.com. But don't complain about me because I'm sensitive. Yes, Crispy is one of those snowflake millennials. He's very sensitive. So, Have you guys read my Tumblr yet? No. I, I did read your pin interest, though. My what? Your pin interest. <laughs> my pin interest. Yes. Pin interest. <laughs> yes. I know you're on there. I do have a Pinterest. Uh, I think I was using it for, like, RA stuff, but I haven't touched it in months. Oh, yeah. Such a liar. I know you're on there. Shh. Come on, man. I'm trying to pin some things. And Stop your... putting me under the spotlight. And your Tumblr, right? Ooh, Paisley... Paisley shower curtains. I, I'm definitely going to pin that one. D and D. Remember, it's, this is, remember this is about gaming. Anyway, uh, hope you guys have had a great night. Smart. We will see you again for another episode with another goofy cast. Good night. Goodbye, folks. Good night, everybody. Good night, everybody. Good night, everybody.